We ended up, you know, having a lot of fun. We ended up having a little threesome. So a little threesome? Yeah, I mean, yeah, a minor threesome. Yeah, you were like, you guys need to see where this goes. You pointed at both of us, like, you need to explore this relationship. Um, Can you share about what you're feeling in that moment and how you got to this place of wanting to see your husband happy with another woman? Well, this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. Um, I can't believe that I actually got you to agree to do this. <laughs> I knew it was always going to happen. It was just a matter of time. Okay. Because last week you said no. Yeah. I mean, it was never a no. It was just, I don't know when for me, you know, because it was something new for me to step into. I've never been so open to the entire world like this, but I just thought about it. I'm like, I have nothing to hide. And I love everything that we've created and continuing to create. And why not share it with the world? Well, I'm really grateful (laughs) and I'm excited um, because, yeah, I'm really proud of what we created too. Obviously, it was brand new for both of us to be in relationship with a woman, let alone a woman who's married. Um, And it's been like two and a half years Almost a little over two years, I guess. So should we unpack our journey? Yeah. Okay. So let's do it. Right. So Lauren's here. (laughs) I am here. How did Lauren get here? (laughs) How did I get here? I think we need to just go back in time to that one evening where we decided to have wine at your house after an epic photo shoot and dinner yes. that we had yeah. with our friends. And Oh yeah, that's right. I was like, wait, what photo shoot are you talking about? <laughs> She's talking one. about the first time that she ever... So Lauren is an incredible photographer and her favorite medium is naked women, which Obviously. I was like, oh, cool. She's a photographer. Had no idea that the moment that we got into... We were like hiking in Topanga. I don't even remember. Yeah, Malibu. But... She was like, do you know what would make this photo better if you were naked? And I was like, what? Okay. Then I just actually took off my clothes in the middle of the trail. Um, And it wasn't epic. Were you turned on then? Um, I kind of was. I mean, I think there was already obviously an attraction between the two of us. We were spending a lot of time together. And um, I already obviously knew I liked women and Posh and I were in an open relationship. Did you know we were in an open relationship? No, I no. was stunned that evening. Okay, <laughs> that evening. <laughs> when we, we brought her back to our house for um, some wine, which she had been over plenty of times for like, you know, wine and movies. Um, but this night was different. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very different, but I felt very comfortable with you and Pasha right away. And um you know, Pasha and I have known each other for quite some time. You know, we've gone back uh, many years. So it was really cool to reconnect with him moving to LA. And he meant so much to me. And I was only hoping that you would understand how close our relationship was. And I was so happy to move to LA and you just welcomed me with warm arms. So thank you for that. You're welcome. And that evening... I was definitely taken back. I've always been somebody who's very open. So um, we ended up, you know, having a lot of fun. We ended up having a little threesome. 
so. A little threesome? Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. It was a minor a very, threesome. Yeah. It was a minor threesome. It was not a major threesome. It was just a minor threesome. Yeah. And so a question I have for you that was challenging for me to understand at the time is that after our threesome, we were all cuddling. Mm -hmm. Great aftercare, by the way. You're welcome. I'm a huge fan of aftercare. (laughs) And it's very important. Almost as much as foreplay. Maybe more. No, almost as much. During that cuddle session, we were all cuddling and you um, looked at both of us and you were like, you guys need to see where this goes. You pointed at both of us. Like, you need to explore this relationship because I've known that you've had sexual energy towards each other. And I've known that there is something deeper there. And we've actually been calling in somebody like you into our life. We've been wanting to find a woman that we care about. So you guys need to see where that goes. And I didn't understand it at the time. Wait, I said that? Yes. I remember specifically. I'm pretty smooth, right? Okay. (laughs) Um, So can you share about what you're feeling in that moment and how you got to this place of wanting to see your husband happy with another woman? Yeah. Me. Bomb. Powerful question. Um, yeah, Lauren doesn't mess around. She jumps right into the powerful questions. I love it. Um, yeah. So, well, first of all, it was, that's, it, it was true. I mean, it still is true. I think, so Posh and I have like pretty different, I think, styles when it comes to like what we want from outside partners. And so, you know, in the beginning, obviously you're like kids in the candy store, everything's brand new. And it's like very much about sex. You know, we were in our like twenties and just like, oh my God, I can't believe like we want to sleep with other people. We want to like watch each other sleep with other people. Okay, cool. Um, but you know, the older that we get and the more grounded in who we are, I very much have to have chemistry and intimacy. And I like consistency with another partner and for Pasha, it was always kind of challenging to find that. And I think there were parts of him that are like, that's not really what I want because I don't have the time. He's also told me that he's feared like not being able to really give another woman like what he gives to me in terms of like time and attention and um, just all those things. I think it's a lot of pressure on him. But I also, I also think that the other side of it is there's not a lot of women out there who want to carry on like a relationship and have chemistry and intimacy and invest in a man who's married because, you know, many women grow up like searching for that ideal that they think they're supposed to, that society, you know, dictates, like find your person, find your one, the person you're going to marry and you're their everything. So I think it's, there's a lot of reasons why Pasha had never found that until, um, you know, you, and it's true. You guys had a very close relationship. Um, you spent a lot of time, you know, together because he was actually in a very platonic way, but he was, um, a big mentor in your life for a long time. So when I saw like the chemistry that you two had that sort of turned into something that felt very romantic, you know, once you moved here, I was like, oh my gosh, this is like, that's funny that I said, oh my gosh, I said, oh my God, this is, so interesting because I love seeing him that excited and really care for somebody because most of the women that, you know, he had slept with or, you know, had flings with were not, you know, 
somebody that was going to stay in his life. Like I knew that. And I don't think he wanted it. But then here you are. We're like best friends. The three of us were spending so much time together. You're living with our best friend, Claude, um, and you were a huge part of our lives. So I knew that if Pasha was going to cross this line with you and be romantic, that you were very important to him. And it wasn't just going to be like a fling. So I'm excited because I'm like, here's this woman that wants to like love and like care for my husband. And she's incredible. And so for me, because I've had that with other guys, I was like really stoked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so what's going through my head is I'm like, this is amazing because, you know, maybe like five, six years ago, I would have been a little freaked out for sure. I mean, maybe not, who knows? And it didn't come along. So I don't really have the opportunity to compare it to. But I think at this point in my life, I'm so sound in who I am. And I'm so confident in my marriage and like my relationship that I know that if love's coming in, it's only to add. Like, I'm, I'm not worried that something is going to like take, take something away from me. I don't, I don't have this inherent belief that I'm less valuable because he's going to share love with somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. That answers a question I was going to ask because you and I had a conversation after that beautiful threesome. Um, <laughs> we had a conversation like what, maybe a few days later mm-hmm. or a couple of days later, I had a conversation when you called with me? you and Posh. I was like, yeah. I was like, Jess, you realize I'm going to fall in love with your husband, right? I remember where I was. I was in the parking lot of Daria, the Persian restaurant. And you called me and Pasha, I think was like walking in the restaurant with his dad, maybe. So like him and Bijan are going in and my phone rings and it's Lauren and she's like nervous. I can like hear it in your voice. And she's like, okay, I I really have to talk to you. Like, I don't really know how to say this, but I just don't understand how this is okay because I think like, I'm probably going to fall in love with your husband. Like, how is this okay? (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I don't really know how it's okay. It's not like I had a plan Mm -hmm. um, or like I knew how I was going to end up feeling. But I knew that I wanted to see where it went. Like I knew that, I don't know, the way you guys felt about each other was like so pure that I just wanted to explore it. I wanted you guys to explore it. Also, like, I didn't realize that I would be such a big part of it, obviously. I think in the beginning, I was like, oh, this is fun for them. And like, I'll hang out. And if they want me to be like present while they're having sex, amazing. Um, But yeah, I didn't think that obviously it would lend to us having like the relationship that we do. So Lauren and Pasha have the same birthday, by the way. If you guys don't know this, it's a really important. Sorry, I know you're about to ask another question, but I think that everybody should know that the fact that the two loves of my life up until this point were both born on March 17th. So not only are they the luckiest people on the planet because they were born on St. Patrick's Day, but also, you know, to have relationship with me also makes you very lucky. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. No, but um, it's, it's, it's actually bananas because I get to have the most like divine, beautiful, masculine, like version of that, you know, astrological like makeup. And I have the most incredible goddess version of that energy as well. But could you imagine having two partners that are like full on Pisces all the time? (laughs) They're very emotional, which I love. You guys have brought so much like fluidity and flow and like deep emotional, I think, 
feeling into my life. And for that, I'm so, so grateful. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so as it started with Fosh and I, you know, I obviously always knew I was attracted to women mm-hmm. and I'd had threesomes in the past, but they never meant anything to me. Not the way even that first night with you and Pasha did. And it was always kind of like drunk partying mm-hmm. in Vegas, you know, like wild nights. Yeah. Wild, wild nights. Yeah. You're in your twenties. <laughs> yeah. Like, so this was the first time I had a threesome where it actually meant much more. And I felt mm. so seen even in the very first night. And I felt like a fucking goddess. I was like, this is unreal. Well, you are like two tongues at once. Are you kidding me? What? Yeah. Insane. It's pretty great. <laughs> I mean, it's so funny because you had no idea that it was going to happen. I mean, none of us had any idea it was going to happen. It was very like, it was super organic. It was a fun very surprise. Organic. It was very, it was like a non-GMO. Very <laughs> fun surprise. <laughs> we, we started the night off by FaceTiming all of our friends. Tell us your most wild sex story. Oh yeah. I well, mean... we, we were all horny because I think we were all into each other, but nobody wanted to break the ice. So we were like, let's call Vicky and make her break the ice. And she told one epic story that yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Vicky. Yeah. Thank you, Vicky. Thanks. Yummy snacks. Um, <laughs> great story inspired. I think so. Like during the story, I think Pasha and Pasha started kissing you. So it was funny. He started massaging me and I was like, oh, no big deal. We're super cuddly all the time. Like mm-hmm. no big deal. And then all of a sudden he starts massaging lower <laughs> and lower onto my chest. And I'm like, where you know it? Like, my tits in his hand and I look over at you and you're just like totally enjoying the story, like not even caring what's going on over here. Yeah. The story was so good. I it was, was invested. So good. And I'm like, love a good sex story. Whatever. Okay. This is happening. And then he Spider-Man kissed me. He's like, oh yeah, that's right. It's so romantic. And I kiss back and then I stop and then I look at you. And, and I was like, like, please keep please going. Please keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um, anyway, so going back, something that started between Pasha and I quickly, quickly turned into the three of us. Mm-hmm. And also the two of us, you and I. Mm-hmm. You are the first woman I think that I've ever like fully slept with and like had an orgasm and like stayed in bed with. I think other times were more like not a full experience. Yeah. So, I mean, it was amazing. We were, I think we were very excited and we were both so like new to it that. We were just like, okay, let's figure this out. There were a lot of things that you and I, that neither of us had ever done before. Like, (laughs) can I say it? I'm going to say it. Um, I don't think like even just the idea. Wait, I think we were the first, each other's first like scissor experience. Oh, yeah. 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 That was Um, first. My mom's going to text me and ask me what that means for sure. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think us getting to play and really explore like each other's bodies as just like women without kind of having Pasha in the room or having like a man in the room in general is just so kind of liberating because I don't know, for me especially. And Pasha, Pasha and I are pretty different now. Like we really like to play with sort of like taking penetration away or like taking it off the table, which is something we've been doing like a lot recently. And it's, it lends to like so much more connection and not sort of like racing for this finish line of like an orgasm. And it makes like sex so incredible. 
um, all the other acts of it. But you were the first person that I kind of experienced that with of just this like slow burn of like trying all these fun things that are a lot like what I consider foreplay because there's no penis. So there's no like, okay, now here we're going to have sex until like we both have an orgasm. And with you and I, we're like, okay, we're going to do this thing. We're going to do this thing. And like, I'm going to like rub myself on you here. I remember like, you're like, did you, did you just, did you just come on my way? I knew you were going to say. I was like, yeah, I think I did. <laughs> but like, yeah, you like thighs. Your skin is so soft. I want to touch it everywhere with my vagina. <laughs> Somebody asked me if this podcast was going to be explicit because they wanted to share it um, on a radio show that they do, but they can't have explicit content. And I was like, I am pretty sure this is explicit content. Is this explicit content, Tabor? Okay. Tabor says no. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So there's that. What's it like? What was it like for you? The first time we Mm -hmm. were just hooking up together. I was nervous at first Mm -hmm. because I was like a little shy girl. Like I had, like I said, I had experience, but you were the first one-on-one straight up all the way, you know, like lost my virginity to you kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, I was nervous, but I was excited Mm -hmm. and I felt like I learned a lot from you of just, you know, confidence. And, Mm -hmm. um, it was fun because we really got to discover what we liked. Mm -hmm. Um, and we really got to take the time you know, when we have sex with a guy, it's always like, well, we always felt like, you know, you got to keep everybody, um, you know, entertain, not like keep everybody going, you know, so basically right. it doesn't get. Well, solved. like keep everybody involved, involved and like make sure that everybody is like equally participating. I'm like that too. I think we're both just, well, it's, it's, that's how it is in a threesome too. So let me back up. Like, I think we're both the same way in threesomes because like we've had sexual experience with with other people too. And like more multiples and we're like, okay, like, are you involved? Are you good? Like we're always checking in and like keeping everybody involved. And like, um, I think that our first one-on-one, we didn't have to do that. Pasha wasn't present. Um, talking. There was a lot of talking and giggling. Giggling. Oh, which is so funny. Pasha gets so funny when we do that. And we were like, so glad that we, (laughs) I don't know if all guys are like this. Um, because I've never really had like giggle fits in other threesomes, but Lauren and I will just start laughing and then just start talking about some random topic and like completely stop having sex. And then Pasha's like sitting there and he like always looks down like this isn't going to stay up if you guys are talking about like some show that you want to go see or something or like some, I don't know, some I don't, I don't even know. We'll just start talking about something random. Yeah. And I mean, he's cute and supportive, but eventually he's like, you guys can stay here all day, but like this might go down. Right. Yeah. So that's where you and I got to talk about, you know, more things, but also like what we like, what Mm -hmm. we don't like trying new things Mm -hmm. together. Um, we have different preferences in toys. Like we have different speeds. Yeah. Yeah. Which has been fun. That's been a lot of fun. I wanted to talk about how you navigated your relationship with Pasha, mm-hmm. your relationship with me, mm-hmm. and the relationship between the three of us as a throuple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 
from my point of view, it's always been kind of interesting. Um, the two of you, well, I'll share like the two of you kind of very quickly, I think, I think not very quickly, but like six months in, there was a shift in your energy together. Right. Mm -hmm. So I always like attribute it. I always make the joke. It's because you have the same birthday, but you know, you guys were very intimate and there was like a lot of sexual attraction and chemistry. And then the three of us very quickly became very much a family. Like we were spending a lot of our time together. You know, you live less than a mile away. So Lauren's over like all the time. Mm-hmm. And main house. Main house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I think you two shifted into that brother, sister energy. You guys also have that dynamic where he is, I think, very much a mentor to you. And you guys are like best friends. So I'm curious, actually, before I give my answer, how that shift was for you being a part of our relationship when it was us three, because I don't ever, I don't think I've ever asked you this. Um, How was it to sort of realize that that shift was happening? And how did it make you feel? Because I mean, I know the outcome of it. And obviously the three of us are still like together all the time. And in many ways, like not much has changed. And a lot of things have changed, but also like not a lot has changed. So what was it like for you to shift or notice the shift in that energy? And then like to, I think, cause I think we waited a while to really like talk about it. Yeah. Cause it was happening during COVID. You're talking. <gasps> right. So oh, it was kind of. Yeah. It kind of just naturally happened. And Pasha and I sat down and had a conversation one day. Mm-hmm. Well, because you decided to quarantine at home. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, Bill. I was like, uh, what are you doing? Can you get over here? Because everything's about to like lock down and I want you here. And you were like, I have to quarantine with Claude and Tony, which I loved. I, I know. Loved I'm my glad shroomies. you did. Um, <clears throat> that was very challenging for us because um, our love, love language is sense of touch. You know, it's like my number one and like not being able hug you and seeing you from like six feet away mm-hmm. uh, in the, you know in your front lawn it was really hard and uh during quarantine we all kind of you know kept ourselves really busy mm-hmm. you stepped it up in your business mm-hmm. basha was you know doing all his things and then i was finding my creativity mm-hmm. and so that's just how we are <laughs> we're all so busy bees yeah. and naturally it just happened between Pasha and I. We had a conversation, uh, very like organic. And I was like, hey, like what's going on here? You know, he's like, yeah, I've been feeling like we're, you know, just really, really good friends. I was like, yeah, I, I feel the same. You know, like, mm-hmm. like you said, one minute we're brother and sister, one minute we're lovers, best friends, mentor. I'm so grateful to have all of this love for him mm-hmm. in all those ways. And it was just very neutral. We agreed that we've always agreed since day one, our friendship will never get broken and our friendship is more important than anything. Mm. That's like always been our role is that if things ever got hard, difficult or weird or whatever, no matter what, we're always going to work with each other so that the friendship always remains solid. Yeah. So that's always been high priority on our vision together. Mm. Um, So it was, it was really easy. Like you and I were like, well, we're not going to stop doing our thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's actually how I was going to start, you know, sharing my, my end of the story, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I'm glad to hear that because I don't think I ever actually, I mean, I knew what was going on. Obviously I'm part of it, but I've never been like, how did that make you feel? Yeah, I was, I was okay with it. You know, it was, I was accepting of it. no matter what, I was like, I don't want to lose him at all. I'm not going to lose him. I think that's always been my fear is like losing you guys. Mm. I mean, it was and a while ago now. I'm like, you guys are stuck with me for life. Yeah. You know, um, but it was a smooth transition and I'm so grateful for it because it brought us even closer together. Mm-hmm. So much. Closer, oh, yeah. There was no pressure. He felt a lot of pressure to take care of me all the time and like want to see me all the time. And he knew he couldn't be the man that I deserve. But I, I also didn't want him to give me all of his time like that. Like I have always like, like supported you and him together and always wanted you guys to have your time together, have his mm-hmm. intro time and have our time. I was always okay with the time that we had. Mm-hmm. I never expected anything more. Yeah. So um, that was hard on him for a little bit, mm-hmm. you know, but then we just transitioned into this beautiful friendship and that's like goofy, fun, silly, sexy, like open, honest, cuddly, all of the things, yeah. you know, since we took like the label off yes. and just started being who we needed to be for each other. Right. Like whoever you want, whenever you want, right. which is amazing. I always describe our relationship as fluid because it is, it's mm-hmm. like, people always ask, well, like, are you guys together? Are you guys dating? And it's like, yeah, we're together, but we're not like, you know, we, I, we also took the label off. So like, I'm not allowed to call her my girlfriend anymore. So I call her my (laughs) (laughs) ex-girlfriend and, but with like so much love. Um, but I think so, okay, let me actually, let me back up and say that when you guys had that transition, because I, I do remember it being a lot of pressure on Pasha. Pasha feels the need to be everything for everyone at all times, which mm-hmm. is amazing because he's like working through that right now. And I love it. Um, but for him to know that like you didn't have any expectations of him, I think was so beautiful and just like let him be also. Because then you guys are actually just fluid. Like I said, you're, when you're together, you're best friends. And like, sometimes you sleep together and, you know, you'll go months without it. But then when you like hook up again, it's like, it's just completely normal. And it's like when the need is there or when the chemistry is there, when the mood is there, it happens. And other than that, there's no sort of expectation. There's no plan. And I think we all love living like that. And when you guys had that transition, that was the first time that I think I was like, oh, this is interesting because I obviously obviously still want to have my romantic relationship with Lauren and you wanted to have it with me. So it was kind of really beautiful because we, it was born out of you and Pasha were obviously a lot closer, faster. You had the chemistry, you had the history. And then you and I just sort of continued on And I think our connection grew deeper and our love grew deeper, but also our sisterhood grew deeper and our mission for what we want to do in the world Mm -hmm. just took off. And we started spending more one-on-one time together. And then we built a business together and we are now like, (laughs) and now we never have time to sleep together. (laughs) So when people ask me like, what are you, what are you guys? I'm like, we're business partners who like sometimes have sex. Um, no, but I, I love it because then, you know, 
through through the pandemic, we started hosting retreats for women and experiences for women and circles and just building community because we felt like it was needed more than ever. And sort of what we what we bring to the table is different than anything that we've ever done. And I think we took the best of all the personal development, all the healing work, all the community building that we've learned along the years, like all the coaching. Um, and we put it into this incredible experience. And I think that's what's most important to both of us. And the fact that our relationship is so fluid and has such a strong foundation in that is what makes us like so amazing together. And so then when you were like wanting to date again, and I was like, okay, what does this mean? And you're like, well, I don't think we can have this like label because it sort of keeps me from feeling like I want to put myself out there if I remember it correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, that was interesting because this is the first time that a girl ever broke up with me. I was <laughs> we really like, sad about it. It was hard. It was really hard. It's hard for both of us. It was beautiful though. It was very beautiful. Yeah. But um, not but I guess and it was it was very interesting for me. And I, I want to share it because I think it's so cool. Um, I often talk and I don't know if I've like really talked about it much on this podcast, but one of the reasons that I love polyamory and why I've like shifted to identifying as polyamorous is because one of my favorite things is to see my partner fall in love with somebody else. And like, I'm so grateful to you because that's been like the hugest blessing of this relationship was, you know, I met Pasha and when you meet your person, you know, you remember that newness energy where you're like, they're so hot. They're like the most gorgeous person I've ever seen on the planet. And you love everything about them, the way they look and their hair and their eyes and everything they do. And then when you're falling in love with them and they're falling in love with you, it's like the most magical time you're ever going to have in your whole life. And to think that you're going to do that once and be done and be on this planet for a hundred years sucks. It fucking sucks. Yeah. I want to do it like as many times as possible. Right. Yeah. And I want to see that happen for Pasha as many times as possible. It's literally one of the like most incredible things about life, about being human. It's like the spice of life. It's like skydiving or like learning how to ride a bike or doing something really magical, like swimming with, I don't know, like huge marine life, you know, like here in LA, you can like jump in the water with dolphins. It's incredible. (laughs) And I got to see that happen with you, like watching him fall in love as an observer, the person that I love the most on the planet, you know, and then now you being like, another love of my life. It's been so magical. And I feel so blessed because many people only get one and they're happy, you know, like that. And there's, you know, I don't think one is better than the other. I just know what's better for me. Well, guess what the flip side of that is? (laughs) You get your heart broken more than once, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Like, no, I mean, I'm, I'm playing it up, but it was kind of a blind spot. Like I didn't, I wasn't prepared for it. I didn't see it happen. And Lauren didn't do anything wrong. Also, I'm like kind of, you know, making it a funny thing, but we were in a situation where Lauren started dating somebody else. And, um, it's something that I didn't expect to feel the way I felt. I was like, 
Lauren had dated other people like, you know, all throughout the relationship for the most part, maybe not like the first six months because we were all like obsessed with each other. Yeah. Or the first like year even. But this was the first guy that came around that I was like, I like him. That she had feelings for. Yeah. And um, can I share this story? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah, fucking share everything. Um, so the what the, what happened was this was the first person she had feelings for. And I was actually really excited about it um, because I I want Lauren to meet her person. Um, I just had this conversation the other day, like her looking for, you know, someone that's going to fill needs in her life that I can't fill, that Pasha can't fill, because that's like what I believe. Not everyone can fill every need um, is something that I'm also striving for because she's incredible. You're beautiful. You're amazing. <laughs> and you. you deserve everything you want. So I'm like, oh, this is awesome. Um, but then I realized very quickly that Lauren might get hurt in this situation. And my controller mama ways <laughs> came out so strong. And I was like, no, this is not okay. <laughs> this is like not going to go well. Um, and I tried so hard to protect her. I tried like every, like every angle, like every way. And I didn't even see like kind of, now looking back in like the rearview mirror, it's very easy to see that I was trying to control the situation so that you didn't get hurt. Um, and almost like maybe influence like Lauren's choices, which is like, you know, hard to say, hard to admit. Um, but it was sheerly born out of the fact that I wanted to protect her. Cause like other people that she's dated, I'm like, yeah, please date him. He's amazing. Like go, go, <laughs> go. Um, and I mean, this person is someone that I've known for a long time and, and also love like so much with all my heart. Um, I just like know what kind of lifestyle he loves. And I had a feeling that like Lauren also maybe wasn't ready for that, that you weren't ready for that. I don't know why I'm third personing you right now. Um, but being in our relationship had taught you so much and you had grown so much to understand like the nature of open and polyamory and you were still finding your footing in it and you did get right. hurt, you know, like there definitely was like that miscommunication. Um, and there was like an expectation that wasn't met. And so it was so hard for me to see that happen. Cause I was like, I witnessed it all and I had front row seats to it. Um, and then we had like three days of this, like painful, painful, like crying, mm -hmm. like, we were, <laughs> we were in Mexico and we were just like shedding buckets of tears. Um, and we were like on vacation together. So it was, yeah. How was it for you? Magical things happen in Tulum, they say. Yeah. So we didn't know, you know, we, it was our first time experiencing this, you know, um, experiencing us being on vacation, experiencing another guy that I liked being on the same vacation. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, all brand new, you know? And yeah, for me, it didn't go out as planned as I imagined. Here I'm thinking, I'm like, I'm going to have epic foursomes. Yes. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm happen. like, he's like my brother and I don't <laughs> think I can have sex with him. <laughs> I told you that. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen for me. Yeah. Yeah. But so what came up for me the most is that, yeah, I... I got to try these things out. Mm -hmm. You know, I got to learn from these experiences. It's only going to allow me to step into the woman 
you know, I want to be and what I really want, you know, learning through these experiences. I got to put myself out there. And for me, I felt like I can handle stepping in the fire Mm -hmm. and maybe getting a little hurt because for Mm -hmm. me, it's a lesson and it's a blessing. Right. And so it hurt me seeing you the most, you know, it was hard because I've get treated so amazing Mm -hmm. by you, you know, like it's like the best love I've ever experienced in my life. And it hurt me to know that you were so hurt. And so it was a lot, I felt a lot of responsibility for a lot of feelings that I was holding and I didn't want Mm. to hurt you ever again like that. I felt like I can afford to get hurt again. You know, I can, I don't want to get hurt again, obviously Mm. ever, but I felt that for me, I always, I got to try things. I got to risk. I've always said that risking, you know, Mm -hmm. to get to the places to learn what I want and what I don't want, what works and what doesn't work. And yeah, if anything, I've learned so much about open communication, being with you and Pasha. Mm -hmm. So grateful that I get to take this and other relationships now, like can't tell you how amazing it's been. But yeah, just going back, it was in that moment, I realized that I I didn't want to hurt you. And I also realized that I was holding myself back a lot, you know, because I would see Claude, he's like our best friend. I would see his energy of like this amazing man that he is. And he's just, anyone wants to talk to him. He's so approachable. And I felt like I wasn't that because I was so content and so happy with you. But I think Mm -hmm. a part of me was holding back, stepping into that like single girl Lolo, yeah, because I didn't want to hurt your feelings. It Mm -hmm. was challenging for me to be that, that type of energy of like attracting different, Mm -hmm. you know, men into my life, just in general being single. Also, I felt like something was missing, Yeah, you know? And, um, so yeah, I didn't want to hurt you. Mm -hmm. See you get hurt. It was very hard because we love each other so much. Yeah. We we didn't realize how much we loved each other until that experience. Mm -hmm. And like, it was, we didn't know like what we were going to do. You know, we like took a break after that, but like, so grateful for all of that. I feel like it's just drawn. Yeah, exactly what you said, fluid. It's drawn us closer together, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. And it's also like so awesome to see what our love is capable of, Mm -hmm. right? Like what it can withstand, what it can hold. And I believe that I'm so grateful that you and I are so self-aware and Mm -hmm. we've done emotional intelligence courses together so you and I are always going to communicate yeah. and talk out our feelings yeah. and call each other out mm-hmm. no matter what. So I'm so grateful to have that type of relationship with you. We do the work, man. We really do. From personal development to the healing work to the ceremonies, like we are definitely, I think, examining ourselves from all angles. I think you know, because we, we want to show other people what's possible. I mean, we want to live like the most full lives that we can. I know that's what we both stand for. And I mean, you put it so beautifully. Um, it was a huge, huge learning. And we, I don't think either of us had any idea of the magnitude of how much we cared for each other and how much we loved for each other until we were like, oh my God, wait, is this over? I was like, torn. we were 
a mess. And I remember Elle was like <laughs> trying to put, help us like put the pieces and, and mediate and give us space. And, but I'm so grateful too. Like exactly what you said, everything happened exactly how it was supposed to. I also needed to recognize that like, I can't protect you from the world from getting hurt. And that's also like not my job. And I also don't even love that role. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, and I've, I've just loved the last, especially since, you know, that was January. So I've loved the last like nine months mm-hmm. that we've had where it is fluid and we are together, but we're like a family, you know, and it's, exactly. it's just been, I don't know. I, I like, I think we need to like come back and share more because I feel like what we've been able to accomplish and build as far as our relationship um, is I'm so proud of it. You know, we started out the whole, the show by saying that, like, I'm so proud of what it is. And if other people could see the way that it's like healthy and ethical and like non-monogamous, um, and we're each other's like, you know, best friend before anything. And we like protect that relationship the most, then I feel like anything's possible Mm -hmm. because we're accomplishing everything that we want to from this sort of, you know, container, I guess. Yeah. 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 We've gotten so much out of it. Mm -hmm. Just want to say one more thing about that experience in Tulum. You know, me realizing that I didn't want to hurt you. It was the number one thing is like, I never wanted to lose you. Mm. And I was so afraid, you know, it was so hard having those conversations, but like, it was like so beautiful because we would talk and take a break. But that was my number one thing is like, I never want to lose her. I never want to lose you because of the love that we've grown together, the experiences. I've accepted myself in ways I never have before by being with you. And you have helped me with a lot of inner healing, you know, that Mm. a lot of things that happened in my life, I really got to heal through with you. Um, And yeah, that was always a fear, even though I knew it was not going to happen. Just the thought of it. You're never losing me. Like, but I remember the number one. You'll never get away from me. Right. I know. Is that psycho? (laughs) (laughs) The number one thing, you know, well, not just our retreats, but like, well, yeah, it's really important to us, you know, that I love that we put our vision of holding space for um, our sound journeys and retreats now. Mm-hmm. Um, such a high priority. And yeah. Like such, that's our vision yeah. ultimately. And I'm just so blessed that I get to share this vision with you. You're the most perfect person to share this with. We have the most beautiful love story. And I truly Aww. believe that that's why we're able to hold space together for people with such love and compassion because of the love and compassion we have for one another. (laughs) That's so beautiful. I love you too. Um, It's interesting because you just had me realize, and you know, this is like the last thing I'll share because I think it's so funny, but we've, we've led like eight retreats at this point, or I think like when we, when we do our retreat, um, the next one that we have coming up, it'll be like, there, we have two coming up. It'll be the eighth mm-hmm. one that we've done in the last year. And usually when like people who don't know us intimately, because a lot of our close friends have, have come and have experienced the retreats, but people who don't know us 
they don't even know that we're together. Right. <laughs> and we, they find out later or they find out in like some other way. And like, I'll get a text message like a month after Sedona, like, wait a minute, you and like Lauren's the girlfriend that you've like talked about. <laughs> like, how was I on a retreat with you for six days? And like, didn't know, you know, and it's, that just speaks to the fact that that is what we put first, especially now, it's True, especially now that we've like yeah. built it and that we know it's possible, you know, because in that, in that space, like in that container, we're, we're there to support everyone else. It's not about us. So we're not often intimate and we don't share, I mean, any more than any of the other girls who are like hugging each other and cuddling and like our retreats are amazing. You know, usually like it's very, very much all about women just being themselves. And so a lot of women like walk around naked or swim naked and it's really great, but no one ever knows that Lauren and I are together because that's just, you know, for us, it's a beautiful part of our life. Um, but it has taken a backseat to so many other things that we do. Um, and I also think it's because it's so precious to us that when we do make space for it, it's really sacred and it's really beautiful and intentional. So, um, yeah. So I guess the cat's out of the bag now. <laughs> if anybody listens to this and they yep. come on a retreat, they're going to know. Um, and I'm just so grateful that you are, were willing to sort of open up to the world this way, because I know that this is truly the first time that you are doing it in this way. I mean, other than each other's families, like we've met each other's parents and, you know, brothers and sisters, and it's all been amazing. Um, but welcome to the world, <laughs> Miss Lauren Urbisanzo. <laughs> yeah, it feels great, you know? I mean, I have nothing to hide of anything. I have so much love to share. Yeah. Well, so. welcome to the party. You are officially out <laughs> of the closet. Yes. <laughs> That's a wrap, you guys. And it was so much fun. Please don't forget to leave us a review on Apple. Tell us what you loved about the show and make sure you're following Open Late, the podcast on Instagram. 